Pastor Michael E. Tan. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tan, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or a teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael E. Tom, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem, or through our Women of Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. Also, it's Sunday, the last Sunday, uh, to order the t-shirts, so we want the money in to order the, go ahead and order the t-shirts. Bethlehem, that is our theme throughout this year, and today, as a part of our theme and our vision, is uh, the day is the day that we're supposed to be fasting and praying for our ten most wanted that should be in this box. Right. And if they're not in the box, you can put them in there at any time. And uh, we had a testimony this last uh, Sunday about uh, Brother Bill Jones, uh, one of his ten most wanted, was here in the service. Amen. Amen. So uh, prayer does work and we're supposed to be fasting and praying today. I don't know if y'all fasting and praying because y'all look too happy. Y'all look too happy to me because I'm kind of hungry. (laughs) I heard a brother (laughs) I heard a brother (laughs) well you can fast with something else brother all right. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. That's good. We always want you to be responsible as you fast and pray. If you have medicines, you need food on your stomach to take medicine. Or you're going to be sick up in here or wherever you are. So uh, you can fast from uh, anything. And uh, I just heard somebody talking about mustard today. My mouth started watering. (laughs) 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 But prayer does work, and uh, we need to, if you don't have your 10 most wanted, put them in here. And also, you may run across someone who have a conversation about God, like those uh, those people that she ran into today. We put them in here and pray for them, amen? Amen. They might be able to come and be in the household of the Lord, amen? Amen. Amen. So uh, we're going to end our fast at 8 o'clock, and... uh, and uh, remember, if you didn't get an opportunity today, uh, we encourage you to do it either Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, and also this coming Sunday is what? Better love. love Sunday. So we want you not only to be praying for your ten most wanted, but inviting them out or and anyone else that the Lord puts on your heart to come and be a part of our service. Amen? Amen. Amen. And God is up to something great here, and uh, uh, we're just trying to get on his program. Amen? Amen. Amen. Here's some questions for you to think about tonight as we enter into our, our study. 
one question is, have you ever been, have you ever lost something while others were being blessed? Another question is, how did you respond to your loss? And another question is, uh, are you willing to be aggressive for your blessing? So we want you to kind of keep that in mind as we share tonight uh, a lesson entitled, Dealing with Your Loss, Dealing with Your Loss. Uh, and uh, as we've been going through the book of Joshua, we've been standing on this word. And uh, the word says, have I not commanded you? Question mark. Have I not commanded you? Uh, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you go. And that's a mighty, mighty word to stand on as we've been going through the book of Joshua. And again... Uh, we're talking about dealing with your losses, dealing with your losses. We'll be looking at Joshua 19, 47 through 48. Uh, let's read this together out loud at the same time on three. Joshua. Uh, uh, yes, 19. Where did that come from? Uh, yeah, 19. It says 18 on my paper. 18? Okay, well, Pastor Dyslexia is probably messing with him, but... Uh, it is 19, 40, 47, and 48. Uh, let's read this together on three. One, two, three. When the territory of the Danites was lost to them, they went up in their acquisition, took it, put it to the sword, and not fired They settled in the and made it after their ancestors. These towns and their villages were inheritance of the tribe of Dan, according to his clan. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about the, the loss of the Danites, the lurking of the Danites, and the land of the Danites. And we want Christians to know tonight that Christians should be persistent for the victory. We're going to talk about the loss of the Danites, the lurking of the Danites, and the land of the Danites. In this text we continue in our study in the book of Joshua. And uh, we've come to Joshua chapter 19, and, uh, uh, and we continue to see that all of these different tribes are, are getting their inheritance, or getting and receiving their inheritance. And like I've mentioned before, uh, a lot of times uh, that kind of reading can be hard to read because it doesn't mean much to us, but... Uh, but imagine that it, it was a time, and it is a time where God is blessing. Uh, imagine that uh, if it was a time that God was blessing, uh, well, just let me put it this way. Imagine that uh, you woke up this morning and you was one of those millionaires that hit the lotto. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Um, but, 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 but this is, is what it was like. They were receiving financial blessings. Right. And again, Pastor, I'm encouraging you to play the lotto, okay? Keep your money tight. You, you're going to risk something. Why don't you risk paying your tithes? Hey, you, you, hey, you can no, hit the lotto every time. Yeah, yeah, you can hit it every time. Hello, somebody. It's a hit, y'all. But... Um, Imagine that everybody is being blessed all around you and, and you just happen to be of the tribe of the Danites and the tribe of the Danites, uh, oh, while everybody else is being blessed, uh, what happened to them? They lost. Hello, somebody. 
they, they, they lost their territory. Now, it's, it's hard enough to, to, to lose something, but to, to, to lose something when everybody else is being blessed, that makes it worse. Hello, somebody. And I couldn't help but to think about loss, you know, and, 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 and us having to deal with loss. There are all kind of losses. This was a financial loss. This was a a, a, a loss of like the housing crisis, lo- losing uh, home or house and land. It, it's, it's a loss like losing financially where uh, you, you, you used to have big, big money, sunny now. You are uh, too broke that you can't even joke. Uh, uh, and, 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 and there are other losses that we can experience, the loss of loved ones, uh, which can be a, a major, major thing that we have to deal with in this life. Uh, tragedy, at one time or another, you will have to deal with some kind of loss. Come on. But some kind of loss, not only some kind, but many kinds of loss. The, the longer you live, the more losses you may have to deal with. You may be blessed financially, but you may lose all those who are around you. I can remember uh, my grandmother was really blessed. She got to see her, I think, to her uh, third or fourth generation. But the only thing wrong with that is that she was the last one. The only one of her generation. And I just, I just can only imagine how much loss she experienced to be the, the last one. And uh, so in this life, we will lose something or someone. And we got to know how to handle, uh, how to deal with our losses. I, I thought this was a, 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 this little video is a brief encouragement of, of, of losing, of, uh, dealing with the loss of a loved one, Dr. John McCarthy. This is Bible Q&A with John MacArthur, Bible teacher and author of the best-selling MacArthur New Testament Commentary Series. Today's question brings us to the topic of grief. It's a normal part of life. When someone close to us dies, it hurts deeply. But in 1 Thessalonians 4, Paul says believers shouldn't grieve as those who have no hope. John, what does he mean by that? Is Paul saying it's wrong for Christians to grieve the death of a safe friend or family member? Well, what Paul is saying simply is that our grief has to be tempered by what we know to be the glorious future prepared for those who love Christ. Uh, The grief of people who have no hope knows no end. I've been around a long time and I've done hundreds and hundreds of funerals. And many of them have been people in a family where there was no hope, where there was no knowledge of Christ. And the loss is absolutely agonizing unrelieved because there's no hope for any reunion no hope for a wonderful future for the one they loved who died very different from the believers funeral we grieve because of separation because of loss because of pain because of compassion but we do not grieve as those who have no hope for the future we should grieve. We, we should suffer with those who suffer, weep with those who weep, as well as laugh with those who laugh. But ours is very tempered. Ours is moderated. In fact, I always say at a funeral of a believer, while you're weeping, remember, this is a celebration. We weep, but our parting is but brief. But we have hope in a reunion in a very near tomorrow. That's the believer's hope, and that's why our grief is short. 
Well, thanks for listening to Bible Q&A with John McCarthy. We deal with our losses, particularly the loss of loved ones, is that especially those who know Christ, is that we can look forward to see that we will see them again. Like David when he said when he, when he lost his, his, his baby, he, he said, I'm going to have to go to him. He can't come to me. And some who are seated in here, you lost some, some, some dear loved ones. God wants to encourage you that uh, you have to mourn, but you just don't mourn as those that, that have no hope. Uh, and, 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 and know that there is a, a, a hope and future, especially if they do the Lord. You're going to see them again. The great reunion and the sign. I'm pretty sure everyone in here is looking forward to to seeing someone that has that has gone on Amen. to be with the Lord. Amen. 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 So and that's just uh, that's dealing with the loss of loved ones that, that we have hope, but also in, in other losses. There may be loss of a job. We we should have hope and, and believe by faith that hey I, I lost this job. I can go go out and get another one. Amen. Hello somebody. Um, let's look at this the way they dealt with their loss. They, it says, the loss of the Danites, it says, uh, when the territory of the, of the Danites was, was lost to them, they, they lost, and they lost in a time where everybody else was gaining. Uh-huh. And many times you'll hear uh, teachings, uh, uh, Christian teachings about, uh, that teach that, that, that somehow Christians never have to deal with loss. Somehow Christians never have to lose. Some, and it makes you think that you're not spiritual because you're going through some kind of loss. Uh, but that's where correct Bible teaching comes in. We got to remind each other even in the bad times or in the losses that of, of what's what Second Corinthians 4, uh, 8 and 9 says, what it says uh, about this life. It, it, it says what? That, we are that, hard pressed on every side. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. It didn't say that we are easy. Everything is easy. Like a, everything is, 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 is hunky-dory. Sometimes we have days, like Sister Pam said, you know. Uh, we, because we are hard pressed on what? Yeah, Every side, not, but what? Not crushed. Hello, somebody. We we hard pressed, but and we lose some things in this life. But hey, hey, we we, we ain't crushed now. now. Now I may the devil may have hit me and knocked me down, but that don't mean I'm gonna stay down. Hello, somebody. I'm gonna get back up again. Hello, some. It says also that we always know what's going on in our lives. We always understand. No, it doesn't. It says we're what? Perplexed. <laughs> Some, sometimes we go through things in our lives that we, we can't understand. I, I couldn't imagine. Uh, this would blow my mind. I, I, hey, I'm on the winning team. We're all conquering. Everybody's getting their land. And, and, and we lose ours? Wait a minute. Now, there's something wrong with that picture. I, that would perplex me. I, I, I can't understand it. I'm on the winning side, but yet I, I'm losing. Hello, somebody. I, I, I lost my land while everybody else is gaining their land and, and God has gone before us. Why have we lost? 
There's some things in this life that you will be perplexed about. You, you just won't understand. Sometimes you just got to serve the Lord without understanding of what's going on in the circumstance. That's why the old folk used to say that we'll understand it better by and by. Hello, somebody. Because they run into some stuff that they couldn't understand. They run into stuff that, that perplexed them. But, but I'm so glad that the Bible says that, 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 we, that we're perplexed, but what? But not in despair. Hello, somebody. Disparity is not of the Lord. Uh, Dr. McCarthy talked about those funerals uh, 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 who, who, who uh, lose loved ones and don't know the Lord. And, and ooh, those are some of the ooh, hardest funerals to be a part of, man. And, it's, and if you have a heart and a soul, boy, it just, whew, it drains you it, to see folk just. Just carry on, and 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 uh, you know it, it's just it's just hard. But but the Bible says that the Christian should not ever be in despair. Now we can be hard pressed, and and most of us know what that's like. We can be perplexed, and most of us know what what that's like. But but the Bible says, but not despair. Amen. Is anybody in ever been persecuted? Hello, somebody. The Bible says you may be persecuted, but you're not abandoned. Hello, somebody. And that's why that prosperity teaching comes in. They, they, people make, they make you think that everything should be all right and hunky-dory. And when we be persecuted, you, you, you think that somehow God has abandoned you. God, God never abandons you. Hello, somebody. He's right there, right there with you. Hello, somebody. And he's going to uh, make your enemies your footstools in the end. Hello, somebody. I like this one. Struck down. Has ever anybody in here been struck down? Hello, somebody. You ever dealt with the loss of a loved one? You've been struck down. Hello, somebody. If you ever been, lo- uh, uh, have been laid off and not seen it coming, you've been struck down. Hello, somebody. Somebody has been struck down in relationships. You thought she loved you, but she's creeping with somebody else. And you thought he loved you, and he's he loving everybody else in the neighborhood. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Have you ever been, uh, oh, struck down? The Bible says you you, you can be struck down, but you're not destroyed. Hello, somebody. The Danites, they were struck down. But let me tell you the end of the story. They weren't destroyed. Hello, somebody. They they kept living. They kept searching. They kept, they went. And and, and in the end, they got the victory because they were struck down and they weren't destroyed. They were were perplexed, but they did not despair. They were hard-pressed, but they were not crushed. Hello, somebody. This next video, get your, get your pens and hands. It's a whole lot of scripture about how God uh, deals with your enemies. Hello, somebody. Get your, uh, uh, get your, 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 get Psalm 37:40. Those who hate you will be clothed with shame, and the tent of the wicked will be no longer. Job 8:22. The Lord shall cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. They will come out against you one way, and will flee before you seven ways. Deuteronomy 28:7. 
For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. Deuteronomy 24 In famine he will redeem you from death, and in war from the power of the sword. Job 5.20 No weapon that is formed against you will prosper, and every tongue that accuses you in judgment you will condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their vindication is from me, declares the Lord. Isaiah 54.17 The Lord is for me among those who help me, therefore I will look with satisfaction on those who hate me. Psalm 118.7 To grant us that we, being rescued from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear. Luke 1.74 for the scepter of wickedness shall not rest upon the land of the righteous, so that the righteous will not put forth their hands to do wrong. Psalm 125.3 For in the day of trouble he will conceal me in his tabernacle, in the secret place of his tent he will hide me. He will lift me up on a rock, and now my head will be lifted up above my enemies around me, and I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy, I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Psalm 27, 5 through 6. When a man's ways are pleasing to the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Proverbs 16, 7. Amen. So, the Danites, they lost, but they didn't give up. Amen. Go ahead. Go ahead. About uh, dying, uh, uh, having a, uh, that text deals with uh, not uh, where you, you lose a loved one. We mourn as those that don't have uh, any hope. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot. Yeah, yeah. So that's what that text has to deal with. With mourning. And not, we don't mourn as those who have no hope. That's what, what the text is dealing with. Talking about. Uh, so. Is that the verse? Yes, if you read it, read it down through. Four and thirteen. Yeah, four and thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> Verse, verse Thessalonians, verse chapter. Verse 13. Yeah. Yeah, verse 13. That's, that's a good question. He was trying to give you the whole context to have you read the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can see it. It's only 13, 14 verses, and it tells you about it. And, and most of it is talking about that death, particularly at the end part. Okay. Thank you. All right. Any other questions? Comments? Our concerns. Um, we passed this 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 one here. Did anybody want to say anything on that? Lost something Okay, well we'll move on. One, number two.
Well, number two was the lurking of the Danites. They didn't give up. They, they, they didn't give up. What did they do? They went up. Hello, somebody. I said they didn't give up. They went up. Hello, somebody. Somebody, you, you've lost something and you're, you're tempted to give up. And, and God's telling you to get up and go up. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. You, you, you may have lost a loved one, but you, you, you can't give up. You got to get up and go up because there's other folk that need the love that you that you have and that you shared with the uh, with the loved one that you lost. There's some other folk uh, in your life. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Uh, there may be children and grandbabies that that that, that need you. And the same way that that person needed you, going on to be with the Lord, you you got to get up and you got to find somebody else to love. Hello, somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, somebody. Uh, you, you may have lost a job. You, you you can't soak and be depressed and be in bed and put the covers over your head. You get up and go up and look for another job. Hello, somebody. Uh, young man, I think I shared this before. Young man called me on the phone right after. He said, I got my car repo. He was sad, upset. Posed the question, what should I do? Pastor, what should I do? What do you think I told him? I told him to go get another one. You still got a job? <laughs> somebody take your money. <laughs> this time, pay your bills on time. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, somebody. It's not, it's not that complicated when you lose, especially a, a car, you know, and, and somebody in here may not know what it's like to get a car towed, but I do. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I done fell behind. Hello, somebody. You know what I did? I still had a job. Guess what? I went to another car place. Got me another car. Kept rolling. <laughs> Go ahead. I got an example on that. I was talking with three guys at Uniroll. And that's, that's what really makes it so shameful. Is I, it was my day to drive. Or my week. We was taking a week at a time. And I drove us that second day to work. And I know where we parked the car, and the guys did too. Uh -oh. And we went to work, and when, when that was supposed, we got out of there, we ran to that spot, and everybody was looking at me like, hey, that's all in the car. Where is it going? I was like, I knew you little road cars, though. And I was like, I, and I thought, I thought, man, Squad stole the car. I shouldn't be laughing at y'all side, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I'm, I'm okay with it. Okay, yeah. But, uh, uh, and, and we was lucky enough, this guy named uh, Dale Allen, Hollywood, from, uh, from Winniewood. Winniewood, uh, man. He said, hey, he said, bro, where you going? I said, man, I don't know. And them guys said, you better get us a ride home. Please, can you just get a drive us to Davidson? Mm. So he took us to Davidson, and when I, when I stepped up and turned the key and walked in the house, the car wasn't there. Uh -oh. And then she was there, and uh -oh. I said, "Where's that car?" Mm. And that's when I found out she wasn't paying that bill. Well, 
But it was so shameful because they talked about me for a while. I, I got a bad advice. <laughs> Don't get your talk cold. At least be by yourself. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, but I'm sorry for laughing. I'm sorry, but okay, I'm, <laughs> that was funny. I'm laughing with you. <laughs> but uh, you know, when stuff happens, yeah, you gotta be right. tough. You can't just you can't just drip just just uh, just look at what's the bad stuff that's happening. You gotta keep it moving. You have to move on, and 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 and, and you know, some some stuff, tragic stuff happens. You know, in life, sometimes you do get behind. I, I met I met some rich folk. They don't know how to relate to folk that's done, done got behind, you know. And, 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 and but but I've been there. Hello, somebody. I know what it's like to get behind. Hello, somebody. But the, but the good thing is, it's because I kept it moving. The Lord eventually would bless me. Hello, somebody. And, and this is what they did. And, and, and Judges chapter, they kept it moving. Judges eighteen. We shared this this Sunday, uh, last Sunday. Uh, it says, they answered, come on, what? Let us attack them. Yes, it says, and we, we have seen the land, and it is good. Aren't you going to do something? Hello, somebody. Don't hesitate to go there and what? Take it over. Hello, somebody. Don't, don't hesitate when you, when you lose something. Don't hesitate. Keep it moving. Keep it active. Keep believing in God. And keep, you know, keep going forward and knowing as long as, as you, you draw the breath, then that means God has you alive. And if he has you alive and stuff happened that, that you didn't plan to happen, and it, it happens that way, you know, sometimes it happens like that. I heard a testimony. I think it was uh, Steve Harvey. He said he got got millions of dollars in debt uh, from the IRS because uh, his accountants or somebody didn't pay his his bill. They he had been giving them the money. They would they would take the money and it looked like it was being paid, but they took the exact amount of money. Uh, that was supposed to be paid and put it in their bank account. And he thought he was okay, but came to look out. Guess who they looked for after it was all over? They came and looked for him. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Stuff happens like that all the time. You can be innocent and and get behind, but if it's happened to you, well, don't give up. And let me say this. Let me say this. Don't give up. No matter how far behind you get, God is still alive. Don't, don't give up. You know, that morning, this, this lady who just committed suicide, I think, in New York, and, and they, say, they said that she was millions of dollars behind, and, 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 and she gave up hope and hung herself. Don't, no, 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 don't give up hope. Come on, God is, is on your side. It says, and she was going out with a rich boyfriend. All she had to do was say, hey. Hello, somebody. Call, call some. Stop being so prideful where you can't and won't ask for help. Hello, somebody. You better kill yourself as opposed to asking, opposed to asking for help. Yeah. Come on now. That don't make no sense. That reminds me of It's a Wonderful Life. Y'all know the story of It's a Wonderful Life? George Bailey. What happened? He got behind. What did he want to do? He wanted to kill himself. Wait a minute. That don't make no sense. Hello, somebody, and, 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 and allow his insurance to pay for it. No, 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 no. That ain't the way. That ain't ever the way to take your own life. It ain't ever the way for a Christian to give up hope. 
God is always there on your side. You may get behind. You got to keep it moving like the Danites did. They kept it moving. And they said they saw something. They lost their territory. Guess what? They found another territory. Hello, somebody. And that territory was good. Hello, somebody. And, and, and they said, hey, aren't you going to do something? Don't hesitate. Go and what? Take it over. Hello, somebody. Don't hesitate. When you hesitate, you, when, you, when you get you hesitate, you can get depressed. Hello, somebody. You get lonely. Hello, somebody. You get isolated. Don't, no, 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 no. Take the next step, whatever it is. Don't give up. If I was preaching and this was Sunday, I'd say, say to your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. or neighbor, or neighbor. Don't, give up. don't give up. No matter how far you get behind, no matter who lost or what you lost, who you lost, don't ever get it up. Yeah, as long as you're alive, there's hope in the Lord. Uh, let's, let's look at this. What was your response to your loss? That, hey, Deacon, what was your response to your loss? What did you, when you lost your car, what was your response? At first, I, I just thought that she took it when I got home and found out it was gone. I, I said, hey, first thing I did next morning, I called that, that bank and told them, hey, you know, I want my car, and I went and bank. I went and got it back. Okay. Praise the Lord. You had the money. Took the then. money and went and got it back. Praise the Lord. You had the money and to go Amen. Oh, you had a stash. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That's good. They say it's always wise to have a stash. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, somebody. It's always wise. You laugh all the way home, huh? Amen. Amen. Anybody else want to tell me what was their response when they lost? Okay, we'll move on. This is, uh, I believe, a video from uh, Charles Spurgeon about Deuteronomy 24. Deuteronomy 24. And that's the text that God was using to prepare the people to go in to conquer the land. Uh, God always prepares you before he puts you or takes you to a place. He always prepares you, and he had prepared them for that. And, and this is his insights on this. And then we'll go to this last point and pray. Our devotional for today is entitled Our Field of Battle. The text is found in Deuteronomy chapter 20 and verse 4. For the Lord your God is he that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. We have no enemies but the enemies of God. Our fights are not against men but against spiritual wickednesses. We war with the devil and the blasphemy and error and despair which he brings into the field of battle. We fight with all the armies of sin, impurity, drunkenness, oppression, infidelity, and ungodliness. With these we contend earnestly, but not with sword or spear. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Jehovah our God abhors everything which is evil, and therefore he goeth with us to fight for us in this crusade. He will save us, and he will give us grace to war a good warfare and win the victory. We may depend upon it that if we are on God's side, God is on our side. With such an august ally, the conflict is never in the least degree doubtful. 
It is not that truth is mighty and must prevail, but that might lies with the Father who is almighty, with Jesus who has all power in heaven and in earth. Soldiers of Christ, gird on your armor, strike home in the name of the God of holiness, and by faith grasp his salvation. Let not this day pass without striking a blow for Jesus and holiness. Amen. They went and got them some other land, the land of the Danites. What did they do? They went up. What did they do? They put they put the sword. What? They put the sword. And then what? They they occupied it. They settled it. Hello, somebody. Name it after themselves. Hello, somebody. <laughs> They, 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 they had just lost something. Just a little early. They, they had just lost the territory. And I guess they had to name it Dan so they couldn't lose it no more. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Um, and, and like I said, that, that's what Spurgeon uh, uh, was talking about, this text here. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you. To fight for you against your enemies. To give you what? Victory. Victory. Amen. He put it in a, in a spiritual context. And that's uh, what we can relate to in the New Testament church. Because we're not out putting folk to the sword. All right. All right. I know some of y'all carry knives. Hello, somebody. Some of y'all still may have a gun. But, uh, <laughs> but, but we're, not, we're, not, we're not doing that. We're going put to it, put it in New Testament terms and put it in spiritual, spiritual warfare that you face. And, and you may be facing enemies, and, and God has the power to change some things and change some people. Yeah. That, that 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 may be trying to block your your blessings. Maybe trying to block your blessings. And as we're saying in this whole series, they took it. They were aggressive. They weren't worrying about how they felt. They took it. God said they could have it, so they went and they took it. Yeah. Hello, somebody. And and and. and and, and this is why we're talking about, are you willing to be aggressive for your blessings? Are you, are you willing to be aggressive for your blessings? Because this whole, this whole book of Joshua is the people who are being aggressive to do what God told them to do. Last, last Wednesday night, and we, we talked about asking for more. And, 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 and Joseph's tribe asked for more. And Joshua said, okay, you, you can have more. You go take that forest. Yeah. Hello, somebody. That, chop it down. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Make space for yourself. Uh, go over there and face them folk that got them iron chariots. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Go over there and face those giants. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Yeah. Don't be intimidated. You've you got to be yeah. aggressive. You, if God says you can have it, you go and get it. Yeah. Hello, somebody. And that's what we got to be as a church. God said we can have that building over there. It ain't going to get built by itself. We got to be aggressive in giving. Then we got to be aggressive in doing something about it. Hello, somebody. They got to be aggressive. Hello, somebody. 
You got to be aggressive. If you're going to get a job, you're going to get a job. Some folk, well, they ain't hiring today. They ain't hiring. Hello, somebody. <laughs> you got to be aggressive. Find somewhere they are hiring. Hello, yeah, somebody. Hello, somebody. I heard a, 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 a young lady that, that just kept showing up. She wasn't even getting paid. Just kept showing up. They said, well, I guess we'll hire her. <laughs> just kept showing up. <laughs> you got to be aggressive to get your blessings from God. You, that's what Christians do. They go, oh, I'm going to pray about it. So we'll pray. Now, you need to pray. Okay? Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't pray. As a matter of fact, we're fasting and praying. Mm-hmm. But uh, what did your grandpa used to say, Reverend, once you pray? Start looking. Start looking. Hello, somebody. After you pray. Get excited. Start looking. Get excited about it. God is about to bless you. Hello, somebody. Be be aggressive. (laughs) Many Christian folk get so spiritually minded that no earthly good. Don't have no good sense. Hello, somebody. Uh, remind me of a story I told. I'm writing in the book. I'm writing now, and I've shared this before many times. I forgot who I heard it from about the guy who was uh, uh, waiting on the Lord. He was waiting on the Lord. He, he there was a, a flood that was that was happening, and the sheriff came by the house and told him, uh, "You got to get, got to get away. Leave the house. You got to get away. The flood is coming." The man said, uh, "Go on, sheriff." Um, I'm praying and I believe God is going to deliver me. You better go on, Sheriff. I believe in the God that I serve. Water got up enough to a man floated by in a canoe. And the man in the canoe said, uh, get on in, in the boat, man. Uh, it's the flood is getting worse. Get in the boat. And the man said, uh, man, go on, man. I, I'm praying. I believe in God and I'm praying and and you, you, just, you just go on. I believe in the God that I serve. And, and he paddled on the way. And, and, and the flood rose so high that the man had to get on the rooftop to get away from the water. And the, the helicopter came. <laughs> and they said, okay, you need to. We're going to drop this ladder. You need to grab You need to grab, grab the ladder. We'll take you to safety. The man blowing in the wind, blowing and waving him all the way. You go on, man. I, I, I've been praying. I believe God's going to deliver me. You you go on. Needless to say, the man drowned in the flood. He drowned in the flood. Got up to heaven and got before the throne of the Lord and he was mad. And the Lord said, why why are you in heaven mad? Hello, somebody. Why are you in heaven mad? Tell somebody. He said, he said to the Lord, uh, I'm mad because, Lord, I was, I, was, I was praying that you was going to deliver me, and you didn't deliver me, Lord. I was praying so hard. And, and God said, well, I sent the sheriff. <laughs> well, I, I sent a man in the canoe. Well, I even sent a helicopter to come get you. <laughs> he was he was so heavenly minded. He lost his earthly sense. Hello, somebody. And when you're dealing with losses, you 
You gotta have good sense. You can't give up. You you gotta you gotta be of a mindset that I'm gonna make it through this. Yeah, I've yeah. loved the one that I've loved, and I've loved them for a long time or a short time. But now it's time for me to oh move on. Hello, somebody. I, 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 this person was a friend for me for for a mighty long time. Now it's time to make a new friend. Hello, somebody. Yeah, yeah. I've worked for the company over uh, uh, 20 years, and they laid me off. But now it's time for me to get another job. Hello, yeah. somebody. Or better yet, now it's time for me to retire early. Hello, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Take my ease. Hello, somebody. That's what we gotta do. We gotta be aggressive about the blessing. You're gonna lose some things in this life. Uh, just because, uh, and this, I'm gonna use this illustration about TJ them and the coach back in the day. Uh, because I remember preaching about it. TJ them, you know, that year that they went to the Super Bowl and won, they lost to the Cowboys that year. I remember that. <laughs> and though I love Pete Day, you know, Cowboy was my hometown team, you know. I, you know, I was rooting for Pete Day, you know, but <laughs> they lost to the Cowboys. They lost a couple of other games. Help somebody. But when they got into the playoffs, help somebody. They, 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 they didn't lose in the playoffs. But, but if they would have just sat back and, and focused on the losses that they lost during the regular season, they would have never got themselves together to go on and win the Super Bowl. And that's what we've got to be, like a people of God. Oh, we got to move on from our losses. Well, I lost today. i got to move on. God's going to give me another day tomorrow. Well, I, I lost my job today, but i got to move on. There are other companies that are hiring. Oh, somebody may be listening. I lost my husband, but guess what? I better move on. Oh, hello, yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give me another one. <laughs> hello, somebody. <laughs> or better yet, I may just stay single. Hello, because <laughs> I don't want to mingle no more. <laughs> Whatever it is, but <laughs> whatever it is, <laughs> we got to be tough about what God has called us to do and to be. We can never give up. Yeah. You can never give up. Right. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. neighbor. What neighbor? neighbor? Don't give up. Don't give up. Just like the, like the Danites. They, they didn't give up. They lost. Lost the game, but they didn't lose the season. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. This, this is a... This is a this is a life is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Hello, somebody. Let me use this illustration. Then we're gonna go to pray. I ran my first 5K back when I was really in good shape when I was young. You know. And uh, it was at Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship. You know, I didn't. I don't even think I trained for it. I just ran it. <laughs> you know how it is when you're young. <laughs> but in this. Uh, uh, what did I say? Did I say a 12K? A 5K. Oh, 5K, okay. Let me keep it straight. 5K, 5K. But anyway, we took off. We took off one and folks took off. I think that's like two point something miles. It? It's not that long, that that long. But uh, we took off, man, and all them folks just took off. Woo! Took off, boy. I was like, man, I'm going to be the last one to finish this race. Boy, they just, they just took off. Yeah, yeah. 
They thought it was a hundred yard dash. <laughs> Needless to say, I didn't win the race, but I was in out of a thousand, out of thousands, I, I, I uh, was number seven. I came in seven. I passed all them folk, hello somebody, that took off, hello because they thought it was a sprint. <laughs> life and, and life is like it. Life is is a marathon. It's it's, it's not a sprint. Keep living. Keep believing in God. Somebody's listening at the sound of my voice, and you're like that woman. Uh, who tried to change her name. Her mama named her Naomi. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Yeah. But, but, but she lost her husband and she lost her two sons and she came back home and she wanted to change her name to Myra. Yeah. Naomi means sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And she changed her name to Bitter. Yeah. Hello, somebody. <laughs> but, but she kept living, though. Hello, somebody. God began to work some things and work on behalf of her daughter-in-law who followed her. Y'all know who she was. Yes. But anyway, to make a long story short, she, uh, that woman that was bitter uh, got better. Yeah. And she hooked up, hello somebody, these two folk. Yeah. And that hookup led to uh, the birth of literally kings, yeah. hello somebody. And if you follow the lineage, that led to Hello again, this is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program. Before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms. And his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. The Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living king. Because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. With love, believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Falls Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, 
We're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home, a baby born. Needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. Thank you must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Lee Tom, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart, if if your life is changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life. We just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. And he raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. I believe God can do it for us, and we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state-of-the-arts build a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.